welcome to a brave new year of knitting <laughs> for 2020. Yes. This is episode seven. Can you believe it? Being released on January 1st, 2020. Wow. Yay. Hard to believe. Yes. So 2020 is going to be be a big year for both of us, our sure. children, right? Oh, but yeah, they're graduating from college. Our son, the, the sons who, we, well, we met because of these sons who are going to the same school together and actually right. live in the same dormitory. Just around the corner from each other. <laughs> yeah. Um, they are, they are graduating. So that means we've been friends for going on four years. Oh my gosh. Yes. A I wonderful know. four years, yes. I must say. <laughs> I actually have three children graduating in 2020. Though. Oh my God. I know my, my older daughter is getting a master's degree in hopefully December of 2020. And mm-hmm. then my middle child right. who took a little break from his education yes. is um, hopefully also finishing in December of 2020. Wow. So we'll see. Think of that. Okay. The empty nest, turning all the rooms into knitting rooms. Exactly. Exactly. Out of the house for real now. When do they get so old? I know that we are not getting any older, but <laughs> no, not they at all. are. That's for sure. Knitting keeps you young. That's a, hey, that's exactly right. So I think that's true. Keeps you calm. That's what it keeps you. So for this episode, we're doing something a little different, and mm-hmm. that normally we we discuss a little bit what we're going to talk about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that we this don't. This time sound... we're flying by the seat of our pants. Yeah. <laughs> um, but this time we're we're each talking about what we want to be brave about. Right. And then we're each talking about our faves and misbehaves and saves and craves the way we normally do. But, but we haven't talked to each other about what those are. So it'll be kind of fun for each of us to just hear what the other one has to say. Right. So Mm -hmm. what do you plan to be brave about in 2020? In 2020. Well, I was just thinking about it and I thought, you know what? I really would like to knit socks. I really Ooh, want to try that. Okay. Yeah. A sock is a garment, right? A sock is a garment. That's a yes. garment. Yeah. You wear in your feet. <laughs> exactly. Um, I kind of, this might be biting off more than I can chew, but I kind of have an interest in trying color work. Okay. In some way, shape, or form, you know, whether it's intarsia or mosaic or... Oh, the mosaic. Yeah. Interesting because um, you weren't there last night at no. Knitting Guild. No. Nope. We're, we're recording this... A month ahead almost. Right. Um, but our other friend Terry and I went to our knitting guild meeting last night and the program was about mosaic knitting, oh, which is just a, to me, it's like cheating doing really? color work. I might um, need that cheat but, though. <laughs> but I, I love it. I, you know, the, the Andrea Mowry projects I've done recently, the shifty yes. sweater and the shift cow are both mosaic. Okay. And yeah, that's 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 an easy way to do color work. Really? Well, yeah. I might have to start with that. Yeah. Work my way up. Well, but you could I'm sure you could be braver than that. I could be braver than that. That is so very true. And I was trying to think of a third one. There I mean, there are a lot of things that I would like to try. Part of me, there's a, a small part of me that would like to try dyeing yarn just once. Just Ooh, once. Really? Just to see what it's like. I've watched some YouTube videos on how to do it. And it doesn't look that hard, but I'm sure that it really is. Uh, just be kind of fun, you know? Um, so that's a possibility. And also, there's just this sweater that I've seen around. It's too expensive to buy. And it seems kind of like a classic sweater. And um, I'd probably have to come up with a pattern that would work. I'd have to find the yarn that would work. Uh, but it would be holding mohair with 
um, another yarn, and then there are little pearls. And I don't mean mitten pearl. I mean like actually like little faux pearls, P-E-A-R-L-S, kind of, you know, sewn on the on the front, just strategically, I guess, you know, just kind of. They're, like, they're sewn on, they're not knitted on. They're probably knitted on. Oh, they are knitted on. I okay. have no idea. You don't know. Yeah, I have no okay. idea. I'd have to figure that out. But I've seen it in stores and it, I want it, but it's expensive. So why can't? It's probably even more expensive to knit. Probably. But, you know. <laughs> As just, we have found out, right? Exactly. That's so true. It shouldn't be that way. But it is. The yarn is so expensive. But think of it this way, is that when you buy the yarn, think of how many weeks, months yeah. of entertainment you're getting from That's it. That's true. That is so very, So very there is true. some value in that. Absolutely. So there's a part of me that would like to, I don't know, try to figure out how to knit something that I've seen in a store. Oh, you and know? you want to be brave about designing. I guess. That's what you want to be. Oh boy, that sounds, when you put it that way, I... <laughs> I don't know. Uh-oh. Um, yeah, but that, that just, um, I really like classic designs. And sometimes you're watching a movie from the 1950s or the 1940s and you see something that they're wearing and you think, I wish I could find that today. And maybe you can, but you it would probably it. be a thousand dollars. So yeah, I just, that, that's you an can interest. It. It'll only be 1200. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. But, um, I just, who knows if it'll happen in the next year, but that is something that is in the back of my mind. Who knows? You know. That's what I'm going to say, Ann. Remember, we're being brave here. That's exactly right. So in 2020, okay, you heard heard it here. (laughs) Ann's going to be a designer Uh of classic knit fashion wear. Exactly. There you go. How about you? I think that's interesting, though. You do? That, um, yeah, that you're... That you, you're interested in design, that right, you know. And I, I actually have a book I'll give to you that is about design. Really, and maybe looking at that will give you some inspiration hmm. about you know how to even like start thinking about it. Right, because I don't think about it. I don't think of it as designing so much because I'm looking at something that has already existed, but trying to figure out how to make something that existed someone wore in a movie or something, you know, from years past. Right. Yeah. Or something that I've seen in a store. I think that's, I think that's a really interesting goal, though, for 2020. Right. It might be just interesting to kind of pursue. Maybe, and you know, maybe as part of our brave knitting, we um, would just talk more about designing. That's you know, true. And, and just investigate more about designers. Maybe interview some designers. Oh, and that would be so fun. You know, figure out how they go about getting their inspiration and right. just all the, all the different facets of designing. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I mean, if you're going to make the garment, make it something that you want to wear. And sometimes you can't find exactly what you want to wear. So to be able to figure out how to make, how to design, how to, you know, how to make that pattern would be wonderful. Cool. Cool. How about you? Okay. So as we said, we did not talk about no. what we were going to be brave about, but I, my number one on my list, I'm going to be brave about color work. Yay. (laughs) We'll do it together. (laughs) So, uh, for me, I have done a little bit of color work, right? Not real good. I mean, the mosaic, everything you've done is good. No, that's not true. The mosaic is, is fine because to me, it's really not color work because you're not holding more than one color at a time. Mm -hmm. So that's what makes it really great and fun and easy. Um, and I've done a couple of those projects and yeah, I would encourage you to, to do mosaic cause it's really fun. It, like I say, it's like getting, getting the, the effect of 
the result of color work without actually having to do color work. Right. So it's fun. Um, and I've done a little bit of intarsia. Okay. I took a class. I mentioned a few episodes again from Anne. What's Anne's last name? It oh escapes boy. me. Okay. Yeah. We'll figure this Need out. Need more coffee. Yeah. Um, but Anne, who wrote the book, Anne Tarja. Oh, right. And Pat and I took her class in at Stitches a few years ago when it was here in Dallas. And and I've, I've done some in Tarja, and I've done some strand at work. My mm-hmm. strand at work is what leads a lot to be desired. The the best The best bad example is the... I think I talked about this before, about those little Christmas sweaters. I was going to, oh, right. ornaments I was going to make for our knitting group. And that would be fun to design, little itty-bitty sweaters. Yeah. <laughs> and, and they had some, some stranded color work, and the, the yarn was so crappy that I kind of threw it in the trash. And then right. I decided, um, oh, I got intrigued last year at Christmas time by the um, Carlos and Arnie. Yes. That they're Christmas balls. Oh, and so I made this, I, just, I decided I was going to make, since I couldn't do the sweaters, I was going to make some Christmas balls for our Christmas group, right? right. Our, our Christmas group, our knitting, knitting group. group. Yep. And the first one I made was so horrible that I, I did stuff it and sent it to my friend Pat and told her Aww. she could put it on the back of her Christmas tree and think <laughs> of me. But it was too She awful. needs to send a picture of that Christmas ball, and it needs to be on our Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> Pat, if you're listening. Yeah, Pat, if you're listening. Send it to if, me. If, if you haven't taken down your Christmas tree yet, or if you haven't thrown away that ugly ornament yet. <laughs> but anyway, that ornament was so ugly that I could not possibly... I don't believe it. ...make six more for our knitting group. <laughs> um, so I, I, I am really serious about color work, and in... Just a couple weeks from when you hear this, mm-hmm. I will be at Vogue Knitting. Oh, you were so lucky. And taking a class um, about color work. Okay. Pat and I are taking a class with Susan B. Anderson. Oh, my gosh. And doing a Fair Isle hat. Wow. So I'm hoping to, to get some, some good tips about stranded color work, because that's really what I need to work on. Absolutely. And the second thing... I am going to be brave about in two, in 2020 is steaking. Oh, interesting. Steaking, steaking always comes, sounds scary. It does sound scary. But cutting your knitting. Yeah. Ooh. But, but, yeah, I think that that's something to be brave about, really. I, I To me, I've watched a few videos on it, and, yeah, I think it, it makes sense. It's very cool. Yeah, it's very cool. And it's another thing that... I'm, it's like I'm planning my education here. Yeah. That I am taking a steaking class from Franklin Habit at Gosh. DFW Fiberfest in wow. April. Wow. Yes. So. Yep. That's it's going to happen. It, that will definitely happen. Right. And then the third thing is socks. Socks. <laughs> All right. <laughs> now I have made a sock. Mm-hmm. And. And I did okay. Okay. The sock is fine. There's nothing wrong with it. Can you finish the second sock? I can finish the second sock. And I actually have yarn in my stash that I bought a long time ago. It's some zobber ball that Hmm. it's kind of fun, colorful yarn, sock yarn that I have. I gave a bunch of it away, actually. And I gave one one skein to to Pat. Okay. And I think she's making me a pair of socks with it, I Hmm. hope. But anyway... I kept the other skein because I really liked the colors in it. And I thought eventually I'll get around to making socks. Right. So I have 
that I can finish my other sock of the, the one I did do, which was a, a kind of a cool, it was a Felici self-striping yarn. Okay. So Felici? Felici? Is it Felici? Oh, oh Felici. Yeah, I don't know if it's Felici or Felici, but yeah, it's okay. it's um, a knit picks okay. that they do. They do every year, but they, they, they do these self-striping skeins, and when they're out of that color, they're out. Oh, okay. So you just get one chance. So, you know, of course, I had to have them a right. couple of years ago, and then I thought, well, what do I... I don't, I don't knit socks. What am I going to do with this? But I did knit one sock last year on my trip to um, when I was sailing in Greece a year ago. So it's been over a year, so I can I can do the other one now. Right. And But I also bought some really nice sock yarn in Scotland on my recent trip there. And this yarn is really nice, and I think it would make a handsome pair of socks okay. for my husband. Ooh, very nice. But I don't want to. I, I want to make a few other pair of socks before First, I make one before, for him. Yeah, right. Because you know he's really picky about everything, and <laughs> I need to those be too. perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but oh, I just had another thought. Now it's escaped my brain. I hate when that happens. Yeah, it's um, that time of day. Okay. <laughs> if I think of it again. Yeah. So anyway, so we're, we're going to be brave about two of the. Three things. Right, exactly. Absolutely. We're going to do it all, for sure. Okay. So, so are you raving about anything big to rave about in 2019? Okay. I really thought about that. Probably, I would have to say, DFW Fiberfest last year, um, just that was the first time I'd taken a class at Fiberfest, which was wonderful. And then also I got to meet the grocery girls, which ah, is a favorite yes. YouTube podcaster. I really enjoy them and I knit with them all the time and to be able to meet them in person was really a lot of fun. So I would have to go with that. How Excellent. about you? Excellent. How about your rave and fave? I guess when I reflect back on the year, a lot of my favorite things really have to do with kind of organizing. Okay. So, you know, I never met a project bag I didn't like. <laughs> this is true. Um, and so there's a, the, a guy at um, DFW Fiberfest, and this company is, um, I think it's Whimsy Stitches. Right. And I am still going to uh, put up a picture of the, the um, bag that oh, you the gave bag. me right. from there. Yes. But I have several of his bags and um, recently I was looking on Etsy. He has an Etsy store. And there are many, many other project bag makers that oh, make yes. similar bags to the ones that he makes that are just so cute. And I just, I love having my, all my projects organized in um, project bags. And so organizing kind of makes me happy. And, and so that kind of brings me to Ravelry, which, right. you know, I have really in the last year taken advantage of the organizational tools of Ravelry. Mm -hmm. You know, I think when I first got on Ravelry, I don't know, seven, eight years ago, whenever it was, you know, I would look at patterns and buy patterns and maybe like save in favorites, the patterns. But, you know, now I have all my stash in there and I can just search. And every day I find like some new tool within Ravelry. Mm -hmm. um, so I find that pretty amazing. Um, so I just rave about Ravelry. Okay. Well, that works. Let's see. How about a misbehave? 
Mm. <laughs> okay, oh, I have under. a misbehave here in my lap. Okay. Oh, there it is. And I want to say this is probably the biggest, well, other than the stupid hat that I talked about <laughs> last time where I had to cast it on 11 times. This is probably the biggest misbehave I've had where so many steps along the way I screwed up that this is a, a vest that I talked about before and mm -hmm. we've posted pictures of, I think, before. Yes. Um, Afternoon Breezes is the name of the pattern. And it's a, a, a just a sleeveless vest, um, kind of a very big open weave. It's darling. Um, stitch. And we talked about in the gauge episode right. about how I, I had trouble getting gauge. And in this, this is a case that this is something that is knit horizontally. So row gauge was important. And getting my row gauge and my stitch gauge to be what they were was, you know, problematic. And right. at some point I thought, oh, I'm just going to knit it. And, you know, lo and behold. So I had, I had trouble with that. Then the second thing I did is I somehow failed to read in the instructions that I was supposed to do a provisional cast on. Mm. So I did a regular cast on. Okay. And then you knit along, knit along, knit along, and then you get to a point where you have to um, bind off for the armholes. So I bound off for the armholes and then did the section the kind of underneath the arm. Mm -hmm. And then you have to um, then in, um, cast on again to kind of go up the other side of your arm and then keep, keep knitting. Well, when I had cast off for the armhole, I guess I failed to read again. I wasn't supposed to bind off. I was supposed to put those on, on waist yarn. Whoopsies. Yep. So I screwed that up. And then when I added the stitches for the back, I had the wrong stitch count. Okay. And then, <laughs> then I got to the other armhole. And I mean, it was just like one disaster. But can I tell you, another. I mean, I'm glad that you continue to be brave throughout the knitting of this because with all those mistakes, it's adorable. Right. And, and I guess that's kind of the point that I wanted to make, that it was a big misbehave. But I, what, I, what happened is each step along the way, I found a way to, right. to counteract. You know, when I forgot to do the provisional cast on in the beginning, well, when it came time to, to use those stitches that were supposed to be provisionally cast on stitches, mm -hmm. I just picked up the stitches instead. Right. Um, same thing in the area where I had um, bound off. Right. Instead of keeping them live, I, I just picked up. And when I didn't have the right stitch count, I just, you know, strategically, yep. you know, increased or decreased whatever made sense. Right. And, and at the end of the day, you know, it's just knitting people. It's, it's yes. all okay. No one, no one died. No one died. <laughs> and my best is really cute. It's awkward. really cute. Oh my gosh. You would think that it went just perfectly. Yeah. It's nice to know that other people have those, those, um, Knitting days, too, when everything goes wrong, because it happens to me a lot. <laughs> um, probably for me, I'm still working on my black lock poncho. It's probably the most, um, oh, probably the most difficult uh, pattern I've ever worked on. 
and I just, you know, it's, it, it's just hard for me. It's been hard for me to get into the rhythm of knitting, um, the pattern. So, uh, yeah, just in general, I've ripped that thing back so many times. And should I go on to my, my save as well at this point? Cause it's related. Well, well I want to ask a couple of questions about okay, it because you've sure. been working on this for a while. I have. And you talk about being a monogamous knitter. I am. Yes. Usually. But You've been cheating on this. I've been cheating on this. Poor Poncho. Yes. We're having problems, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Can I be candid? Yeah. Um, because we had, you know. Uh, so why are you cheating on this, Poncho? Uh, it is difficult. It is difficult. But you're brave. So I am brave. Yes. That you. I do also have a desire uh, some nights to be able to watch TV and, you know, YouTube videos while knitting. And I find it's almost impossible for me to do that. So on the poncho, you just up. have to have total concentration. Exactly. My Ooh. poncho wants total concentration on him. Okay. <laughs> yes. And I can't always do that. So, uh, yeah, I guess that has been my misbehave. If, you know, I could go on forever. We'd be here, you know, until so 2021 did, if I told you all the mess ups When I've did you start knitting in that? Uh, probably August. And okay. I'm, yeah, I'm almost done with the first section, which doesn't sound like a lot, but believe me, it's, it's uh, a and lot. And how many sections are there? Probably four, okay. I had to guess. So at yeah. this rate, you'll be done when your son graduates from law school? I'm hoping so. Okay, you can I'll wear it, it to the law school, school graduation. graduation. <laughs> there you go, people. You heard it here first. Yeah, so I guess that's just been a huge misbehave. But I'm really, you know, every time I work on it, I just, you know, I, I'm going to finish this thing. I'm going to finish it. End of well, story. Well, maybe, maybe it'll end up being a little bit like my vest. Because sure. if you remember that vest I bought the yarn two years ago. Right. And I had a couple of starts and I realized that the gauge was wrong. And then right. six months later I tried again. And, mm -hmm. but when I finally got into it and yeah, yeah, then I just, it only took me probably two weeks to make. Exactly. So. Exactly. And I think that there are only two sections that are this intricate pattern Okay. and I'm getting better at it. I really am. Okay. So I'm learning so much and uh, I think a couple of episodes ago, I said that my mojo was completely gone and I was down to doing a garter stick <laughs> stitch blanket, you know? Um, but now I'm, I'm, I really am back to it kind of every other night. Um, Vlogmas has been on through December. So I've been wanting to watch a little bit of YouTube and et cetera, but I, I really am back on it and I so will are finish you, it. Are, do you work on it a little bit at a time? Yeah. Okay. Like a couple of rows. Okay. And it is addictive. I mean, when I'm doing well on it, I, I want to keep going. You know, it's, uh, um, I don't want to go to sleep. I want to keep going. Um, okay. okay. Yeah. So no, it's all good. So it's, it's all not good. like you have, it's not like it's hibernating. No, no. Heavens. No, no, oh, okay. it's, it's definitely in the mix, Okay. but we're just having a few problems here. And there. Uh, okay. Yep. Okay. Exactly. So do you want to do your save or do you want me to go ahead and do my save? You can do your save. Okay. Um, just kind of in general, I would say, um, in working with this poncho, I, I, I've mentioned this before. Uh, I have found that lifelines are everything, <laughs> you know, to not have to rip it back to the beginning and just having to rip it back a couple of rows is everything. So that's been a big save this past year that I've never used before. And then also prior to this, you know, I had knitted cables before on a sweater and, you know, I just kind of discarded the chart, um, that came with that pattern because I thought, oh, I'm not that visual, you know, I, I need to write things out. I don't think I'd ever look at a chart, but through this poncho, I've, you know, I, I, I can see 
that it is important to be able to see where you are, you know, in decreasing, et cetera. I'm not going to go into detail about it, but I can see using charts in the future and I'm starting to kind of, you know, chart this out a little bit on the decreases so that I can see where I am, see where the pattern is going. And I can, I, I just love that about knitting that it just, you know, as you progress, you see the reason for something, you know, something that you initially thought I'll never do that. It doesn't make sense to me begins to make sense. Okay. Yeah. So it just, it helps you visualize where what, I am. what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. I had, I'm trying to remember what it was that I was working on recently that, oh, I think it was that shawl for my cousin Jeannie. Oh, right. And it, it had a chart and I didn't actually knit from the chart, mm -hmm. but I used the chart to write out what I needed right. to do. And you're right. In that case where I, I am a visual person, but when I'm knitting, I don't like to look at a chart because I just think it's too hard to look at a chart and figure out what the heck row I'm on. And, right. And my vision isn't that great. And so to figure out what line and the print is too small. And right. So I had come up with my, you know, flashcard idea, which will wonderful. We'll, we will we'll, do. Yeah. We'll talk about in the future mm -hmm. where, you know, I just have basically a, a row of the pattern in right. front of me. So I do like things written out rather than yes. referring to a chart as I'm doing cables or something complicated. But with this lace pattern shawl, mm -hmm. I really needed to see it yes. in order to then trans, because it, it didn't have any written instructions row by row, Okay, but it had the chart yep. and I was able to look at the chart and then yep. write it out in yes. a way that made sense to me. Right. And, and I am still writing it out, but just to see, especially on the decreases, just to know this row's gone, that row's not coming back. I'm not knitting that, okay. you know, that's just very so helpful to me. The lesson in there is there's this idea that either, you know, you're somebody that likes to read a chart right. or you're somebody that likes to read instructions. And sometimes yeah. you kind of need both, both to help each other. Right. Um, yeah. Okay, cool. And as time goes on, you begin to realize that. So never say never. <laughs> never say never. <laughs> exactly. How about you? My save, I think my save has to be working on the master knitter program. Right which I started um, about a year ago and completed level one back in July. Mm -hmm. And I guess people have different reasons for, for doing the, the program. And in my case, I, it just occurred to me a year or so ago that there is so much that I don't know. And it's one right. of those situations, you know, you don't know what you don't know. And even though I've been knitting a long time, it just became really clear that there's just a whole lot about knitting that I don't know. And I thought going through the, the master knitting program would be a good way to just kind of discover yes. new things. And I'd say so far, because I've only completed level one, I'm just getting going on level two now. I haven't, um, I haven't really discovered too much that's really new, mm -hmm. but I've certainly improved on everything that I do. And right. one of my problems in the past is, you know, unlike Anne, I'm not really a perfectionist and I'm just kind of like, yeah, okay. Like kind of like the best. It's like, Oh, made a mistake. That's all right. We'll keep going and we'll fix it somehow mm -hmm. that, you know, on the master knitter program, I have to be a lot more meticulous and a lot more patient. So right. it, 
it has allowed me to slow down mm-hmm. and to just pay more attention to things that I didn't do before. And, and I, you know, I have, and I've learned a few new tricks along the way with it. So for me, that's been kind of a good save. Wonderful. Excellent. So I guess we're to our craves. Yeah, craving. Yeah, Craving something new in the new year. Yes, I guess so. Um, I guess this is just on my brain right now because of the time of year that it is. Um, I really think maybe next year it'd be fun to swap with someone and do an advent calendar, you know, where you make the advent calendar yourself and swap with somebody and they make it for you. So I don't know if you're interested, Linda, but it might be kind of fun. (laughs) Sounds like a lot of work, but at the same time, I keep watching this on Vlogmas and I, yeah, I don't know. That sounds like something that I would really like to do at some point. When maybe thinking ahead, we don't. You know, we don't really know how we, we want to thank our viewers because right. our viewership, our viewership, our listenership mm-hmm. has been growing and growing it has. and it's very interesting, Yes, but we, we hope to get some more feedback from all of you, right? either on our Facebook page or, Instagram. or in the Instagram or in the Ravelry group. Mm-hmm. And so perhaps there would be a way to connect other brave knitters right. to other brave knitters um, to do this Advent thing next year. Yeah, that's something that we could think about. Yeah. So yeah. We'll, we'll put that in the mix. That's exactly. interesting. Yeah. Um, my crave kind of has to go, has to refer back to my braves, okay. two of my braves, the steaking and the color work. Mm-hmm. And it is a sweater called Orange. Oh, okay. Um, that was, a, it's by Ann Weaver and it appeared in Nitty. So it's free quite a few years ago. Very popular. It's been done many, many times. I have admired the pattern for several years and had it in my mind. The the pattern itself on the the cover photo is um, a bright orange with with black and white. You like orange. And I like orange. I don't, I don't, I can't wear orange, but. Oh, it looks um, good on you, I think. No, it does not look. You've never seen me wear orange. And there's a I've reason never for seen that. you wear orange. You've never seen me wear wow, orange. I can okay. guarantee that. Okay. Um, but I, I look. Yeah, you know, I love the look of it. But I knew, like, yeah, I can't wear orange. Mm-hmm. But I had it in my head almost immediately that I wanted to do sort of some kind of combination of turquoise and white and black, or oh, or maybe nice. charcoal and turquoise and some some those colors. So when okay. we were at DFW Fiber Fest this past year, mm-hmm. I finally found the yarn that would work for that pattern. And I, like I said, had that pattern in my, you know, queue for a long time, but just didn't have the yarn. So now I have the yarn. Oh, great. And I'm taking a color work class at Vogue Knitting in January. Mm-hmm. And, and this, so this is a sweater that has color work, stranded color work, and needs to be steaked. Wow. Okay. So, my so goal, yeah. My there goal go. is to have it done by April. So mm-hmm. when I take Franklin Habits steaking and zipper class, awesome. I'll be good to go. Yes. And then hopefully there'll be enough left to make some socks that go with the sweater. And then you're, you're covered. <laughs> I guess if you like some sport weight socks, but... <laughs> well, you never know. <laughs> well, wonderful. Oh my gosh. Well, it's a brave new year. It is a brave new year. And you know, I mean the podcasting thing too. We've been brave to start this and it's been really a lot of fun and 
we look forward to this next year and where it leads us. I don't, we have no idea where this is going, and, no. but it's been a fun journey. And, yep. um, and we're really learning a lot along the way, right? Because really. we take some time to investigate some of these topics. Absolutely. <laughs> it may yes. not seem that way, yeah. but we do. <laughs> exactly. And it's, it's been so fun. You know, we can't see who is watching us, but it's fun to see that there are people all over the world who yeah. listen to us. That's amazing yes. to me. Um, so thank you on all, all continents, which yeah. is really bizarre. Very, very. Yeah. It's so we, we hope to hear from you. Please email us or, yes. you know, talk to us on Instagram or Facebook or the Ravelry group. And, um, we'd love to hear your input. Yep. So Sounds wonderful. happy new year. Happy new year. And don't and forget. Be brave. Thanks for listening. If you'd like more information, check out brave knitting at Facebook or Ravelry Group. You can also find us on Instagram at BEE Brave Knitting and email us at BEE Brave Knitting at gmail.com.